What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team? And welcome back to the Kaisa Show. Welcome back. Welcome back. It feels good to say that. We have enough underneath our belt that we can say, welcome back. It's starting to feel routine. It's starting to feel good. Starting to feel like we might know good. what yeah. we're doing. But not Hold on, hold on. Uh, that is totally <laughs> not true. It's not true. Yeah. We just spent the last like a half hour going like, what do we talk about today? But I think we arrived at something fun. Yeah. Well, only because we want... The conversations to be interesting and beneficial. We care about what the listener is going to receive. We yeah. don't just want to hop on here and jibber jabber. Totally. So we're being respectful. There's some thought put into this. Abs- oh, there is always thought Even put into this. Even though it might not seem like it at times, <laughs> but there is. There is. This is as organized as you and I get in conversation. So there's yes, because part of our organization is not being organized. Uh, and like it all, true, it works out. Yeah, it works. Sometimes it's part you got to go chaos. with the flow. One time I realized for creativity, this is serious. I, I don't know. Oh, you thought I was leaning over the I joke. I thought he was going to a joke. No, but like I had this thought with creativity where um, you can only like put together the formula that might get you like a creative thing, that mm-hmm. magic, if you will. But you ha- like the flow and like the, just the creativity sort of showing up. You have to be open for whatever to show up. You can't, you can only do so much to plan it. It won't always create the thing. Absolutely. And I also think that when you over plan it, you stunt the creative growth. Like I think most everything that's ever happened that you're like, oh my gosh, is because it was one little hair away from being a disaster explosion. Totally. But it ended up working out. Or come from an accident. How many good things have come from like mistakes? Oh. We were taking photos today. And failures. Absolutely. And like the outfit you thought or the like location we thought or the light that we thought all wasn't really where we landed for the photo to actually be exactly what you wanted and needed. It's so true. Also, but it just teaches you so much about how, especially for somebody like me who is, you know, perfectionist and everything is planned out, how rolling with the punches is so yeah. much more beneficial in life. It is, and also so much less stressful. 100%. Oh yeah, how I've changed so much in the last like year where every message I used to get from you <laughs> Just put me into panic mode, I swear. Oh my gosh, the truth comes out. What do you mean? Because it was always just like, hey, I know this is last minute. We're switching up tomorrow. Like it was, we were just always changing and moving. And I realized, and it's not like that is just the way that like our business was rolling. And then I just got to this point, it's like, if I can just roll with the punches, it is so much. That's where sort of like done is better than perfect started showing up for me. And it's just like, hold on, because this is my new favorite saying. Done is better than perfect. And for us, especially inside of this company, we have to remind ourselves. I always ask you. I keep forgetting. I'm always like, Mike, what is your saying? I need to be reminded of that right now. Done is better than perfect because we'll fix it. If it needs fixing later on. Exactly. We got to get but it. But just done. get it out the door. Yeah. And, and then see what the people want. or see Absolutely. what the, See how it's received and then make. Because we can get so caught up of what we think people want. 
and then never release the it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so totally. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, well, here we're we go. We're in. We're oh, diving yeah, in today. Okay, but before we do, what's buzzing? Hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. You... We're going to start today a little different, oh, all really? right? Okay, wait, hold on. Yeah, you oh, don't know about really? this, but I have a this surprise. This is the Tyson show. I have a surprise. Oh, no. We have our first five-star review <gasps> for the Kaisa show. No! Did Priya write it? No. That's Mike's well, wife. Well, <laughs> I don't know. She could have. She didn't sign it, Priya. It's from Angela. Okay, so we the podcast um, is stacked on top of your other podcast seasons. So okay. when you go to the podcast and you might see other reviews, those are true, but those were reflecting the older podcast. Okay. So now we got our first, our very first review. I'm so That's proud of Okay, so I want to start off by reading it. Oh, okay. Well, is it emotional? I'm not really ready to be emotional today. No, it's not really emotional. Okay. The heading, the title, my new favorite podcast. Oh, my So let's God. just start there. Okay. I found this podcast while I was running the Goggins 4x4x48 and immediately loved it. I love how open and honest Kaisa is. I can relate to a lot of what she is talking about. And I'm sure there are so many others who do as well. So thank you, Kaiza, for this great podcast. Keep bringing the realness. P.S. I don't think you need any special intro. I love how off the cuff the show is. Oh, my. This is Angela. Angela. Oh, my gosh, Angela. Isn't that great? Angela, if you are listening, will you please DM me? I would love to send you a little gift for being our first review. Yeah. Thank that you. is amazing. So, Angela broke the seal, if you will. If there's others out there listening, we'd love reviews. We want to hear from you. We yeah. want to hear what you guys think. If you have suggestions, we also just opened up um, kaisafit.com slash ask, A S K, where you can go and leave a voicemail, a voice recording, so that we can actually play those on the show and answer questions. Because we actually really like doing, I think the rapid fire, I always call it the wrong thing, questions are actually really fun. We enjoy doing them. Whenever I ask people this on social media, I think I don't ask the right thing because people always come back with like massive topics and you absolutely can leave a topic. But literally if you had a random question, like yeah. what's your favorite fruit? I mean, that was stupid, but like, well, maybe that's your question, but ask us anything because it helps kind of guide what we're doing. And we really actually do some podcasts are just completely random questions podcast um which we have a lot of fun doing so anything and everything please leave it there and keep it pg-13 yeah and i think well you know it depends on how many we get of these and all that but it could just be like a segment in the beginning or the end of the podcast where we go to listener questions cool it could dictate an entire episode like you're saying it could just be a quick thing so cool at any rate thank you angela thank you angela we so appreciate you validation that and just like <laughs> one, that, person's that one person is listening <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, but honestly, Angela, please, if you are listening, please DM me. I would love to love to send you a little something. All right. Okay, so also, I just was like, oh, Angela was doing the 4 by 4 by 48 Are you familiar with this? No. I, yeah, no. okay, so then I was like, we should look into this 4 by 4 by 48 because I was like, isn't that, so Goggins, are you familiar with David Goggins? No. Okay, here we go. So this is a good little tangent we can go on. So I looked it up. The Goggins challenge is four miles every four hours for 48 hours what and it's a fundraiser 
So it's kind of like, have you ever heard of like... Um, it's, it's like the Ragnar, Ragnar race. I've done Ragnar. Say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the event already went... I think they do it like a live thing where everyone sort of does it together for the same 48 hours. You can also work out, I believe it's like from 45 to 60 minutes every four hours for four hours or every four hours for 48 hours. hours. Yeah. So obviously there's like lack of sleep going on there. But yeah. it, I mean, it sounds cool. Um I th- what I most found interesting though was a lot of times I think we think we know who's listening and what they're listening to and I find it really interesting that someone's doing something really hardcore and we might be talking about like just listen bullshit. to your body <laughs> yeah. and like don't push yourself too hard and like she's like literally working out or running every four hours like setting her fucking alarm you know for two oh, days straight so, so I, just, I think it's so cool yeah that it's not like the things we talk about are the messages like they're not like there's 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 variation and there's things that you, like you push hard. Well, they're not excluding people too. I think yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, I like. But that. I think it also goes along with like your training, right? Like yeah. you talk about all the things, but then not to say you don't like pay attention to recovery, but like you also push hard. Yes. And you like to push hard. So I think that's just like an interesting sort of like it can be both. Yes. Oh, always. What is that word when it can be? It's the like dichotomy. dichotomy. Yeah, yeah, I believe it's so. Been, it's been a good word for me. Yes. So then I was thinking things are cool to train for, right? Like we like training oh, for things. Gosh, I think so I know here where we going. go. You're training for a half marathon uh, in Santa Monica? In Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Is that Northern California month. or is that Southern yes, California? Northern California. Okay. How's that going? It's in, <laughs> is that May? May 7th. This might be out. Like, yeah, this is a little delayed. So if this is out, I hope I survived the, mar- the half marathon. <laughs> Talk to your future self. Talk to my future self. <laughs> you can do it. Well, here, let's just be totally honest. The half marathon, I I am a goal-oriented pers- person. We've, we've talked about this before. The half marathon is because I wanted to run a little bit more, and I know that if I have something that's out there that is motivating – when it comes to the moment that I need to go for a run and I try to talk myself out of it, I have that little anchor point to be like, no, go, go do the run. So I'm not planning on breaking any records in this half marathon. I just, I'm, I'm hoping I make it through, but I'm also okay with run walk. Totally. If that's what I need to do is just my anchor point. So I'm not doing any crazy marathon training right now. Yeah. At all. <laughs> I'm a You're little just behind. training. I'm training in general, and it's motivation for me. On like the other day when I was in uh, in California, so I did my strength workout, and I was like, "Well, you need to you need to run a little bit." So mm-hmm. I got on and did a 40 minute run, run walk. So it's that that is what the marathon is like. That's what it's signifying for me. It's just that little reminder of like go do that little extra thing right now because that's the season that I'm in that I want to just push it. I want to see what's possible. Was the run inside or outside? It was inside. It was, okay on a treadmill. It was actually so awesome. I was one treadmill away from a woman that probably was in her mid fifties and I had to tell her afterwards. Cause by the time she stopped, then I was like, okay, I'm going to stop now because she kept me going. So Uh I ended up doing 40 minutes on the treadmill and I was, you know, it's like my little mini runners high. I was so happy. So afterwards I said to her, like, thank you so much for continuing. She was looking at me like, you crazy lady. And I was like, no, I would have stopped like 20 minutes ago. So thank you. It was just a cool little moment. I had a conversation with her, but um, I like that it's bundled in like a sweet thing when really it's like, if this bitch is still 
running. I'm still running. No, no, it wasn't like that. That's not that. I the promise you. The spirit wasn't oh, there? Okay, no, that okay, spirit right, was not okay, there. Okay. I just, she, it was so motivating to me. And she just like had this little happy spirit about her. And okay. I, I think because it was reminding me like, well, I want to be 50 something. and yeah. like out here running like her yeah. on. So it was just like that. So, I, so then I was okay with run, walk, run, walk. Because I thought I was going to do like a 30 minute run. And then I just. It's the softer side of Kaisa. I know. Softer side of Kaisa it's is definitely the, um, coming out. It's like the Kaisa cushion. The Kaisa cushion? <laughs> I feel like if you were to have a really gentle conversation, it would have to be on like a bean bag and it would be mm. all soft topics, the cushion. I was like, it sounded like a going? different product yeah. <laughs> that could go. I don't know where that could go. Um, we're not releasing the Kaisa cushion anytime. I love to just throw the ideas out there because you never know What's what gonna could stick, stick right? Yeah. So, Anyways, that's how my that's good. training is Because how many times running so for me when I take big breaks from running the first run I go out on I'm like I'm so sore even if I like work out a lot and I feel like really um conditioned and just like good in my body something about a run always kind of wrecks me how do you feel like can you just go for like a three I mean 40 mi- 40 minutes is a long time yeah, but it was a run walk. So I think when I looked down on the okay. treadmill, it had been, it was like three and a half miles or four okay. miles. Like it wasn't crazy. Still, yeah. Yeah. But um, so one, the thing is, is running is a repetitive motion. And so if there's anything slightly off, mm-hmm. you've repeated that motion, you know, hundreds of times when you're out on a run. So it does make sense that you start to feel certain things. Um, and I, when I started doing this like last month, noticed right away on my left side, it started bothering my left calf and it was mm. going all the way up. So I went and got different shoes and let's talk that about was that gonna be, that was gonna be my buzzing topic oh okay okay yeah, we'll pause so we'll there pause then we'll pause there but so it does make a difference and this is why one of the things that people always think um is like everybody should just be able to go out and run yeah running is really really aggressive actually on your body so if you are thinking like maybe i should run start with walking mm-hmm. and just like check in and see how things feel and like we always say also if you start noticing things try like pause take it back a notch or go have somebody look at your movement because mm-hmm. it makes a big difference like the shoes you're wearing or how you're running or how you're striding all that makes a difference so yeah. it makes sense that you would be feeling your body i also it's a it's a fine line though because sometimes you kind of get like a little ooh, my calf is or my foot's a little there's something going on and a lot of times it's if i kind of just if i if i note it like i don't just like ignore it and go like what's another block or two feel like all of a sudden a lot of times that kind of pain sort of shakes itself out so I don't mm. know like what that is if that's like a weird yeah. thing but anyways yeah like I never feel good in the first mile like it's actually I get I only like running three miles because it's just kind of like too hard after that but I actually end up feeling my best towards the end towards the end so here's another thing too which we so jogging is really hard on the body because if you imagine when you're jogging kind of like you know you're slower and so you're kind of the impact on the joints is a lot heavier they actually tell you if you could go out and like run not just like jog but like run run fast walk catch Mm -hmm. your breath run fast it's actually a lot better on your body but and I actually don't feel good until about the third mile. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I could keep going. So yeah. by the time I hit that third mile, I kind of like, oh, okay, my body is warmed up. You know, it takes a long time to warm this warm this woman up. And then I'm ready to go. Yeah. I keep going. I also, we're just, I don't know, we're just naturally talking about this stuff. So we'll just keep it going if yeah, that's cool with you. absolutely. Have you ever done zone two training? I don't think so. I, I forget the name of who created it. It starts with an M. Um, it's like how orange theory started right oh i don't know it's like in the heart rate zone yeah i don't yeah yeah, i think they're different but this is like the idea is that 
<clears throat> zone, I think it's zone, I think it's zone two, could be zone one. I'm pretty sure it's zone two. But if you train in specific zones, so this <clears throat> specific plan is you never get out of zone two, which is like, for me, it's around like 140-ish or something, okay. heart rate. So you stay below that for your entirety of your run. And at first, and the idea is that you... Oh, I'm not very scientific here, but like essentially, this isn't a scientific yeah, like essentially you're, you're not pushing your system so hard so that your recovery and your depletion never really gets too taxed. And so what was crazy is you're really slow. Like at first, especially it's like almost to where you're like barely jogging to keep that heart rate down and a slight increase in the incline of a road or trail. Like it's crazy how you're like, Oh my God, I have to basically walk. But I noticed I've never ran so far before when I was doing this training a couple years ago and I could run seven miles. I remember you talking about this actually. And it was slow, like probably like for me, it was like 10 minutes of a mile is like my, that's like where I average. But this was like probably 12, 13 minutes a mile. And what was crazy though, I was never sore mm. because the system wasn't being like taxed. It was really interesting. I, it, and the overall uh, long game is that if you do that training, you will, it takes a lot longer, but then when you get faster, you're, uh, you're also like capacity for exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody's body is different though too. And this is the thing. Like I love the things that you're motivated by like totally don't motivate me. You know what I mean? And that's what I love. Like, that's what's so awesome. Like the gadget and the numbers and all these things are like how you always love to more of that scientific, like how to test things. And I'm, I'm just like, just fucking go out and go balls to the wall. You know what I mean? Like, totally. but it, it, what's so beautiful is like, everybody is different and figure out the things that keep you motivated or that work for you. And when they don't, Try something new. I'm like, that's literally what this is. I like that. I just yeah. got this vision. You're like the sports car doing donuts. You're like, let's go fast, <laughs> baby. And I'm like the like the battery powered, like efficient car of like, okay, if we put 12 it's batteries Prius. together, yeah, we'll get 75 miles to the gallon. If you shave a little weight off. But the funniest thing is at the end of the day, you know, you're still out there doing yeah. and I'm by, you know, I'm like the, what do they call them? Like the bursting the flame and then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but so you're already true. on to the next thing, I'm on to the right? Next thing. Yeah. It's so true. But literally to each their own. I think that's what's so beautiful about all this. It's like figure out what works for you and then just stay doing that thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's a fun <laughs> little catch up on okay. your, and then I don't know, you know, hopefully we'll talk about the half marathon again, maybe before it happens. And then definitely we'll have to recap <laughs> I what happens. All I can say about the half marathon though, is I think it was Luca <laughs> choking who basically said, I'm just a little concerned that you're not, <laughs> That you're not really going to train very much for it. And then that you're just going to go out and do it. And competitively, you're going to want to like keep up with all the people that have trained. And then you're going to be hurt. So that's my number one thing right now is like, Kaisa, respect your body, listen to your body, stay humble. And it's a winery at the end. The reason we chose this half marathon, I'm doing it with my friend. The reason we chose it is because it's a run and sip. Now, I did think I was sipping along the run. Which makes not, sense. That's not what it is. Run, it is then run sip. Run, then sip, which they should have changed yeah, that. Yeah. So it's But run. they probably get people like you to sign up if it's run Absolutely. and sip. Oh, yeah. it totally worked. And then there's a winery at, or a, a wine garden at the end. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be a great time. I can only imagine though, like you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm just having a good time. Oh, this is gonna be so good. And then the, the, the gun goes off, and you're like, on your left. <laughs> I can just hear it now, on your left. Just passing people and left I, and right. And then I only make 
get one mile and, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'm on the side of the like, anybody got some wine? Where's the wine? I can see ambulance. it. Ambulance. <laughs> Send an yeah. ambulance. I got to knock on wood. I really hope nothing like yeah. that happens. No, you'll be But good. we are on tangents. But you know what's really cool about this? So uh, it's my friend Mickey. It's the Mickey's who I play soccer with. Mm-hmm. You know, I do lots of active things. That no, ner- we, we met on a soccer team when we were like 12 years old. Um, and we were talking about we wanted to do fun things, you know, like travel and then we were like, well, why not travel around certain healthy thing? You know, what I mean? not that traveling isn't healthy. And so that's how we got to this doing the half marathon. It was like, let's go somewhere we want to go, have kind of an end point, have fun. But we're not trying to, I mean, she might, she's a badass. She might win the half marathon. I'm not. But then we have kind of like a healthy spin on our vacation and our travel. And Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. That's a great, I wasn't going to bring this up, but that is like, we started doing that before pandemic. Like we would do like Spartan races and runs. We used to go to Spokane to yeah. do the Bloomsday run when cool. my brother lived over there. And then when we did the Spartan races, we were trying to accomplish, I think we had to do three different ones. We flew to Montana to do one. So fun. We flew to California. <clears throat> it's it's really fun it's to do al- that. Sorry, I can't No, go ahead. It's also a really cool bonding thing. Totally. You know, like, I, that's what's so cool, too. Just, like, having movement as the kind of centerpiece. There's a lot that happens when you move mm-hmm. and have to go through hard things with each other. So yeah. I love that. And it, I don't know. Like, I love vacation, but... I love the idea of vacation probably more than I love vacation because then when I'm out and there's, if there's nothing to do, I actually just kind of like, I'm like, why did we do all this? So having something to do almost makes you um, feel a lot more grateful and appreciative for the time that you do have after or before the run or whatever the thing is you're doing. Yeah. I mean, we both talked about this. It's we're more travel people rather than vacation. I think there's a little bit difference, you know, travel and go experience rather than vacation seems a little bit more like you're trying to escape you know, your life for a minute and go totally. kick it. But. Which we're not going to go there, but that's what we're going to talk about. I think in a little bit, it's what? sort of just like travel and oh. lifestyle. How do you, you know, how do you, um, manage that? Like with fitness, yeah. with, with, um, it's with a good eating or whatever. Yeah. So we'll, we won't go there okay, yet. Pause. Can we go to our buzz? Yes, absolutely. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, okay. Now hit. So I, I am trying to run a little bit more. And I realized when I went out for my first run a month ago, I am wearing Mizuno running shoes and they are trail running shoes that I have had for probably five plus years. And so when I was on that first run and my, you know, calf is cramping and things are going wrong, I was like, you know, there's obviously some other things going on, but I need new running shoes. So I put it out there and I asked, I asked everybody, what are the, what are your favorite running shoes? Hoka's were like number one. Yeah, everyone's about the Hoka's. I had to get over my, I had to be a little bit more humble about my style because just stylistically the Hoka's, I was like, I don't think I can do this. Um, And I went and tried them on and luckily my foot didn't like them either. Yeah. But I found Saucony's and I am loving my Saucony's and they are called trophies. Are you sure they're Saucony's? Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm second guessing. No, I just saw the photo and I, I thought for some reason they were Asics. But they're Saucony's. They're Saucony's. Because okay. I remember. Saucony's. Yeah, I remember the old school Saucony's that yeah, were yeah, cool yeah. with like the nylon back in the day. T- kind of look like the Reebok. Um, I forget yes. what those are called. Yes. But yeah. yeah, the Quartet. classics. Yeah. yeah. What were they? Reebok That's Classic? Nike. Yeah, I don't know, actually. Okay. But long story short, Saucony running shoes. I'm pretty sure they're called Triumph. Triumph or Trophy. <laughs> One of those. And I love them. Okay. Love them. 
Great. Haven't done a lot How of How many runs? Yeah, I was going to say. But I walked all the whole time I was in Mexico. We walked them and I love them. You're my cruising body. in your little athletic oh, sneakers. Oh, I was cruising in yeah. my sneakers. Did you yeah. do any power walking? Power walks. Yeah, big time. Yes. With your weights in each hand. With yes. Your margaritas. With my, and around my anklets and margaritas. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get now. to that. Yes. Okay. But anyways, that's what I'm buzzing on. Cool. New running shoes. Love it. Make a difference. They make it. Training shoes, shoes in general, how you're moving, make a difference. We all know. Shout out to Vivo Barefoot because that's what I love to train in. Mm-hmm. But when I'm running, a minimal shoe is not. Yeah. Can't do long distance in that. Yeah. You have to train for that for sure. <clears throat> yeah. And some people, I don't think not everyone's feet ever will be comfortable in yeah. a minimal shoe running, even if you do train. Right. I think- yeah. I don't know that mine. I don't think I do enough running mm. to train my body to handle such a minimal shoe. Yeah. Because I, I love the Vivos for day. Like I can now, I used to not be able to wear them for a whole day. Like it's mm. too much. But now I've been wearing them for almost a year and I love them. And, yeah. and, but I've tried to run in them. And if I, I can run a mile, but anything over that, it's it's not that I can't do it. It's just that I, it's just, I get too sore. Like yeah. my feet get super sore. So yeah. it's probably just a training thing. But. Yeah. Okay. What are you buzzing on? Well, first of all, I'm buzzing on this C4 that we're drinking. <laughs> I got to say, I'm getting like tingly over here. I'm starting to see stars. I'm like amped up, ready to rip. But Mike and I are drinking Whoa. the yellow can and the yellow can yeah. is a little intense. It's I like didn't a pre-workout. Re- oh, it's the beta power. It's pre-workout. Okay. Oh, and it has carnison. Yeah, we yep. are, we're getting high totally. over here. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't... Uh, aware of that <laughs> so as we're going through I'm like I'm getting kind of tingly okay so what's buzzing well Kaisa you're asking me what's buzzing and I'm telling you it's this new keyboard little folio oh, that's a, it's this new car from the price is right that literally I was like where is he going with this yeah it's so cool so I got an iPad recently and I just bought a regular case. I wanted an iPad. Basically, it was really to like do uh, workouts on. I don't love streaming to the TV because it often doesn't work very well. And and then if I'm traveling, obviously, I wouldn't have that option. So I really want an iPad for that. But then also, I take a lot of notes. I use the Apple Notes all the time yeah. for like everything. Yeah. But typing on my phone, if I'm doing like a long thing, is kind of a pain. So when I got this iPad, I was like, man, I'd love a keyboard. And look, lo and behold, they make a keyboard. That's really cool. But so this is what I'm so confused about. I'm not trying to take this away from you. Hit me. Why don't you just get a small computer like I have? Why so, do you get the iPad? It's a good question. So a lot of it is like apps work better, like for fitness for instance, like the different apps I use, it's the battery lasts forever on the iPad. Mm. Also for like travel, like movies and things like that, you can do all of it offline. Um, it's just a little, it's like a giant phone. So things are just kind of, I don't know though. I mean, but to be why honest. why hasn't Apple, that seems like, why hasn't Apple figured out how to make the small, because you know, my, the, my little rose gold computer yeah, yeah, yeah. is basically that size, yeah. but None of the stuff work. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, or like why don't they just make the laptop like touchscreen? Yes. Yeah, because this is cool. Check this out because we don't want to divulge too or, or divert too much from the, the Logitech okay, sorry, Combo sorry. Touch. Okay, sorry. Yes. Okay. Logitech Combo Touch keyboard. Unsponsored, but we welcome a yeah. sponsorship. It's got a fucking trackpad, dude. Like That's pretty cool. It's but cool. how much did you pay for that? It was 150 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's not bad. And the iPad, I think, was 500. So, I mean, it's not like cheap. Oh, so it's also cheaper, though. It is cheaper. Than to go that route. That's half the price yeah. of, of 
the desk or the um the laptop laptop yeah Yeah. okay and frankly like i just don't need a lot of the things that the laptop does too it's kind of like this is it's almost weird when i open this i'm like cool like i don't really have anything to do on it you know it's like it's just a really it's just like it's kind of specific use anyways i thought it was cool you can also pop the keyboard off and just use it like that you're you're selling an ipad it's cool. I mean, you travel a lot. Yeah. It's so money for traveling. Yeah. All your workouts. Oh, here's the other thing I love about it. FaceTime. When I travel, and honestly, I just started talking to my mom. My mom lives in Arizona. It's a cool, it, I'll have to show you this later too. It does this thing. I don't know how it works, but it tracks you with the camera. So it kind of keeps you centered in. That's no an way. iPad thing, not the Logitech keyboard thing. Anyways, I'm drawing you know, drawing this out as I always do, but I'm buzzing on this Logitech cool. Combo Touch keyboard. We're buzzing on some cool things today. I think so too. Okay, so the other thing I had on the list was, what's up with Athletic Greens? Because here's the thing. I feel like we're doing a podcast, okay? <laughs> and I feel like... What podcast isn't sponsored by Athletic Greens? I am dying right now. I did not. I'm living. I have to switch. My, I did not expect that to come out of your mouth. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea. I think it's like the new tummy tea or something. Like I literally think they have a ton of money somehow, whoever's backing it and have like pushed it everywhere. I don't know if it's crap. I don't know if they it's They sponsor good. everyone. And here's the thing. It happens to me. It just happened, which is why I brought it up is because I was listening to our last week or whatever previous podcast. And I was like, we all like, we, we have this like sponsorship section, but we're actually not sponsored by we're not anybody. Sponsored by anybody. <laughs> we're just practicing when we do get sponsors. <laughs> yeah, major sponsors. And I was like, you know, what's funny. It's like, I'm waiting for athletic greens to come up because in every podcast I listen to or all the influencers, it's all about athletic greens. And it's kind of everywhere to where friends now, like we were with some friends and like, she was just making her athletic greens on a Sunday. And I was like, well, you, you bring that with you. And she's like, oh yeah. Like my sister swears by it. And every time I go down the rabbit hole, I'm like, oh, everyone just says it improves their life. It's getting all the things. And then I find like a nutritionist who writes about it. And they're basically like, yeah, it's not really that great. Or it doesn't really work. So here's the thing. Prove us wrong, Athletic Greens. Spons- Send us. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but hold on. I do want to go off of something on yeah. this. I don't actually know what's in Athletic Greens. Yeah. But I do think it proves this point where... Any people are coming into their their health journey from all different avenues. And if your friend or whoever it is takes that and, you know, wakes up in the morning, wakes up, is remembered to do that one thing that they think is caring for themselves, maybe that thing didn't really do anything, but the thought of caring for themselves mattered and adds up. That all stacks up. That's like, you know, health money in the bank account. And I love that and I approve that. Sometimes though some of this stuff is bullshit. I don't even know what's an athletic green, yeah. so I can't actually talk about it. I should I should I'll buy it. Yeah. I'll buy it, I'll test it Let's out. Let's do a test. Let's do a test. Let's yeah. do a two week test okay. or whatever they say. See if you our have life has changed on See athletic. See what greens. changes for us. Okay. I think that's good. Okay. But and do you out there are you an are athletic, you an athletic green greens taker? user? Yeah. But I definitely also though, like do you if if you are an athletic greens taker, do you take supplements at all? Do you eat greens at all? Like what what else yeah. is going on in your life that, you know, maybe it is huge and like transformational. Yeah. But it could de- Yeah, depends on depends on yeah, yeah. yeah, who it is. And I do hear a lot like some people talk about supplementing travel when it's harder to get like greens and things like that. So they kind of they use it only really when they're not home and they just yeah. focus on eating healthy. Anyways, yeah. 
I just wanted to bring it up because so it's kind of funny. funny. First of all, I'm surprised you're not sponsored by Athletic Green somehow. Oh, God. Clearly not everybody's sponsored by them. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up the whole long intro. We are like, yeah, we were buzzing we're on the intro. We're halfway through the podcast. Yeah. Oh, what a perfect segue, by the way. People use it. While traveling. Oh. You've been traveling. I have have some upcoming travel. I wanted to talk today about how you, how you like stay moving or just not even, yeah, like if you have tips or just sharing what your lifestyle is like when you're traveling, being someone who's obviously, you know. Like how do I take care of myself when I travel? Yeah, there we go. Thank (laughs) you. That's debatable. I mean, one, let's just put it out there. It's not easy. And let's start with movement. Move, let's just okay, like how kind do I of move when yeah, I like travel. Move, yeah, like how do you move? How do you view movement when you travel? This is so funny, actually, because Luke and I were just talking about this, and he was like, "When I land, no matter what time it is, I go straight to the gym and do a twenty-minute run." And I was like, "Yeah, no, that's not me. I am not balls to the wall hardcore like that. At least, like not now." Um, I try to remind myself that, especially because most of the time when I'm traveling, I'm traveling for work. So my, my days are probably like pretty full. I try to remind myself that anything is better than nothing. So even like going and walking out, like out and about and just like walking around is really good. Um, but I happen to also like to hit people up when I'm traveling and see if there's any other like coaches that I can work out with or, um, a cool studio or something that I can go to because I, me knowing myself, I do a lot better with a schedule and like having committed to working out with somebody at this specific time or showing up at, at this specific time at a studio, I will stick with that a lot better than just saying like, Oh, I'm going to go down to the hotel gym and get a workout in. Mm. Um, So I think the number one thing is knowing yourself and being very realistic. If I have crazy days and sometimes it's very stressful, like I'll literally just try to go walk to a dinner place. Like I did, that's what I was doing in LA. Mm. It was like, I just went for a long walk to a a good little restaurant down the street. So um, I think it's figuring out what is actually going to be possible and setting up realistic expectations. Do you, because some people like I find, it's like a big deal. Like I'm traveling, I'm going to be gone for four days. I have to figure out like, is there a Peloton bike there? Or is like, is there a yoga studio or is there weights? Like what I'm going to be able to do? I obviously I know the answer. You're not this person, but like, <laughs> I think, um, cause I, I kind of used to be that way in a way, like where I was like, Oh, I need to make sure not to that degree, but like, I need to make sure I can get in my workout. And now it's definitely much more of like, Oh, what is available? Like it's a walk or like, Oh, there's some re- like recently when we we're in Palm Springs, <laughs> there was a, a one yoga mat. I think there was like two eight pound dumbbells and something else that was kind of strange. And we were like, we should work out with this. And so Priya and I like created a workout Love it. and it was really fun. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like when you're training, for instance, I guess, cause you're three days on hard and then yeah. three days recovery. Like that doesn't work when you're gone for five days. Yeah. So. I don't know. I just think it's like the season that I'm in as I try, I'm not trying to be obsessive about anything. You know, there was a conversation in my head when I was flying back last night, cause I was just in Mexico where I was kind of like, Oh gosh, you know, Thursday's workout with Luca is going to be a little crazy and you know, rough or whatever. But I also don't, I just try not to be obsessive about things. Like I can't, I'm not going to switch that. Like I'm not having, I didn't, don't have a personal trainer in Mexico with me. We went for walks every morning. We started our day with a three mile walk, which was awesome and great. And that was super fun. But I just really try not to be obsessive and try not because if you, if I have that mentality, it can take over everything, Mm -hmm. right? Then it can ruin your trip and ruin vacation. You're obsessive about this. And I just, 
actively practice not to be like that, honestly. Who planned the three mile walks? My uncle. Shout out to Matt. Uncle Matt comes. He's on the show every time. We're going to have to have a crazy episode with Uncle Matt. Let's have him. No. So I I went to Mexico with my uncle and his girlfriend and it was such a fun trip. And he was like, we do not start the day. Like the day does not start until after our walk. The first day. We, so we were in the town of Cabo and he looked up on a mountain. And he was like, that little thing up there is our halfway mile point. And I was like, Matt, bro, I'm not doing that. OK, like I'm on vacation. I'm like kicking it. I'll go on a little walk. But no, I almost swear, swore, <laughs> motherfucker tricked me. We got partway through and he was like, all right, we're already in it. He knows like once I'm in it, I'm like going to yeah. go freaking straight up this like windy ass cobblestone road and then end up being the best thing. And then we come down from that. We stopped at this really cool restaurant, had breakfast, and then just kicked it the rest of the day. So that became, that was our theme. Apparently, that's what they do. Everywhere oh, they go, he And it walks. has been, because I was going to ask, did you inspire this? No. I didn't know oh, this no. About My that. uncle is like, okay. he, yeah, no, he has an amazing party hard. Yeah. But like, does he do that yourself. at home, or is that only when he's on vacation, he starts his day with a three mile walk? <laughs> well, and we should have him on here to ask. Yeah, we should ask He's about pretty, his regimen. The joke is my uncle is uh, hashtag just don't move. That's yeah, what yeah. he likes to joke about, but he's pretty active. He, I think mm-hmm. he is like the definition of trying to figure out how to make it work okay. no matter what and just being realistic. But my uncle also, like, we like to party really hard. So yeah. he's like, before we go crazy, yeah. let's all get it. So Earn I was your up. turns. Yeah, so yeah. I was up at like, we were up at like, they were probably up at 7.30. I was up at 8.00 out on our walk every morning on vacay. It was That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. I love that. I love getting in some sort of like movement, especially like, well, I'm, I mean, we've talked about this numerous times. I'm such a fan of walking down. Yeah. Like I love it. It's yes. so great. Um, that's hilarious though, because Matt tricking you, I'm having PTSD. Like if Priya was listening right now, she'd probably start getting really fired up because that's what I always do. And I, I actually have to like stop doing it. Cause I'm like, Hey babe, you want to go on like a 10 mile bike ride? And then knowing that I want to do like a 20 mile or 15 yeah. mile. And then she's like halfway through. She's like, how long is this? And I'm like, oh, well, it looks like it's actually a little longer. And then it just never, even though we do it, we complete it. I think deep down, she's proud of herself. She's glad we did it, but she's she doesn't like that trickery. Lost trust though. So that was definitely yeah. like, I'm having, oh yeah. That's- yeah. The trickery, if it goes more than a few times, that's not going to happen with me. I already know it's coming. And then I will say no in the very beginning, but that it ended up being awesome. It was super cool views. Like we'd made it all the way up to the top and it was a good time, but it goes back to saying it's figuring out like what's doable and like what's enjoyable. Yeah depending on what the trip is, a vacation or travel or whatever it is. And I just honestly, it can ruin a trip Mm -hmm. being obsessive about trying to get everything in and you're not at home. It's not the same thing. You're out of routine. Um, but at the same point in time, the more I travel, the more I can also be like, it's really easy to just say, I'm not going to move. And then, you know, a month of travel goes by and then I feel like crap. So it's just figuring out how to make it work. Do you go into it? Like, do you basically think about, no matter you're, you're going to move somehow. Like, is that just kind of like when you're traveling, you're not like, how am I going to move? You're more of just like, I know I'm going to be like either walking or there's going to be a gym or I'm going to meet up with someone. Do you kind of just kind of manifest or like know that it's just going to be part of the trip somehow on whatever level it turns out to be. Absolutely. Because okay. walking is totally awesome. If yeah. that's what it ends up being. Like I am totally okay with walking somewhere and calling that a day. Um, I also, like I like I was saying, I know myself. So depending on where I'm going, I will try to set up things that I know that I show up mm-hmm. enough commitments to, you know, certain things. I just, again, word of the day, like do not get obsessive about it because that yeah. will ruin, that will ruin 
any trip. Yeah. And it is fun. I think like I find a lot of freedom in that. Like just knowing that either walk instead of drive, ride a bike instead of drive, Yeah, you know, do a little, whatever it is. Maybe there's a pool, maybe there's yeah. a lake you can swim. Just kind of, to me, it's a cool opportunity to sort of move in a different way yeah. and move how you don't move at home. Absolutely. And just kind of enjoy that you moved a little bit yeah. in whatever. Um, and be creative. I mean, when I can't remember what, I think it was in Palm Springs a, while, a little while ago, but it was like, and uh, shout out to Just Move, but like, I was like, let me just do something fun and chill. So like we were doing dance, like it's like so chill and just do something that feels good. Get a little movement in that will boost your energy no matter what. And then go out and enjoy your day. That's like, a good point. Yeah. Did you, do you actually, I didn't even ask you that. Do you do like workout, like, you know, on demand workouts yeah, I in do. the hotel I love room and stuff move. like that? Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I don't even mind doing my own workouts on just move. Yeah. Like depending on what I want, like I'll do mobility stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I know that might sound weird, but when I'm taking my own workout, I actually don't think of myself as coaching me. You know what I mean? It's just like, I really need some mobility. I want to stretch it out. I just want somebody to tell me what to do. Yeah. Cause most for me working out and moving is an opportunity to check out. Mm-hmm. And so I just like, just somebody tell me what to do. And I just want to follow along, but also like Keisha's dance or mm-hmm. we had, I done like Ashley's like, court. like I just do movement and yeah. I don't put a lot of pressure on it because I think this is the other thing too. Like I move so that I feel good. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's really motivating. And like, even if it's 10 minutes of doing something, like I feel better and that's what I want. I'm not obsessive about like, I have to move and, you know, burn this many calories or like stay on this program or this. I'm just not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there might be a season where I come back to that. I'm just not like that anymore. It, do- it was never a healthy relationship with movement and my body. And that's something that I know about myself. And I just, I, I'm, I just actively practice not to be like that anymore. Yeah. Do you think the people who are obsessive talk like that? Like, Oh, I need to, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I knew you were going. No. There. Why do we always do that? I know, though? Like, We're like, Ugh. Cause it's like my other personality. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, you just I got know. a little serious. I had to break it. No, you I know. know. I to, we we're going to get too serious. No, no but I joking. do think, I do think if you, I, I will put this in my own. When I was obsessive about certain things or really controlling about certain things, it is important to take a step back and to ask myself why, you know, like what am I actually trying to control or what am I actually trying to be obsessive about? Because I think that's what actually needs to be addressed. What, what happens in my life when I miss a workout? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like those are the things that I had to, I thought my whole life was going to fall apart. You know what I mean? So I think those are the things that I try to actively remind myself or question or have deeper conversations about. Um, And I think that's just an active, I think that's a good practice for all of us. Yeah. It's funny because I think, yeah, it's knowing what are you trying to achieve is often people don't know really what they're trying to achieve or when when you get that achievement, like what happens, like what changes? Because I, you know, several friends or family where it's like, oh, I just want to be ripped or I just want this or I just want that. And I'm always like, and then like what, what happens? And then it's like, well, I don't know. It's just like you feel good. And I'm like, maybe. And maybe not. But you also might be able to feel good doing a little less obsessive you know and it's it's not about yeah I guess it's just like how much fun are you having or like how much is it fulfilling you versus taking away and I absolutely but this goes into so many of our our conversations about one like there's so much that we think is wrapped up in looking a certain way that actually isn't true. And you will not know that until you get there though. Yeah, so totally. I support anybody on their journey because then it becomes very real. And then you understand that then you can dial it back a notch and figure out mm-hmm. what's the actual sustainable way for you to take care of yourself for the rest of your life in a way that 
is not constantly negative towards not doing something and then you're not even positive when you do do you know what I mean it's like mm-hmm. such an unhealthy relationship so I think for me it's just constantly trying to figure out or think of you know your health and movement and fueling right and you know taking care of your mental state as like this bank you're just constantly trying to put things in the piggy bank so when I'm on vacation and I wake up and I go on you know a little walk like I feel great about that mm-hmm. that's great I'm not there's nothing else I'm going for other than to like stack a coin in the bank every day if I can yeah it's basically it and it's cool if you think about you're adding two versus taking away. Like for Absolutely. vacation, it's like, no, walking for three miles in the morning with my uncle in like this beautiful area, like that is 100% adding to my experience. So fun. Taking away might be like, oh, I have to carve out an hour and like before lunch or whatever. And it also might not be. I think it's just worth running it through that filter. Am I like taking away or am not, I not? Not only that, but like it also kind of helped. I mean, listen, I, we all know I like to party. My uncle likes to party too. And it helped us too. Like we would go to bed at like 1030 because oh, yeah. like we wanted to get up and start the day. There's something fun about on, especially on vacation. You know, we were right on the beach. You see the sun. Like it's like, so it just helped all all together it helped to have a little bit more of a healthy vacation for me because yeah. it didn't like stop our partying it just tapered it down a little bit you know we went to bed a little yeah. bit earlier we woke up earlier we started with movement and we had a great time a little accountability can go far a it long can way go a long way yeah, yeah absolutely so are you okay c4 is like <laughs> i'm getting a little i'm there's like <laughs> waves that are happening like, right now it's like hold on where are we <laughs> I'm, good. I'm like holding on to the table. Um, um, no, I can. I'm, I'm okay? here. I'm here. I'm with you. Okay. So that's moving mm-hmm. while traveling. So yeah. I think ultimately the takeaway is be, be open, be kind to yourself, D- try to add to versus take away and try to drop a little of, of the obsession. Yeah. And I think just remember, like anything is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. Maybe you do like a five minute stretch before you go to bed at that night. You know what I mean? But I definitely, that is really, that is an important takeaway. I would love for everybody to take the one thing away. That's like anything is better than nothing. Maybe it's going on a walk. Maybe it's stretching a little bit, but just like trying to figure out how you can do something rather than be obsessive about thinking that your routine that you're at in at home is going to go along with you. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's great. Okay. So like eating, Drinking, like that kind of side of taking care of yourself while you're on vacation. Are you just like, when you get to the airport, you're like, all right, all bets are off. I mean, not that you really eat super like restrictive or anything like that, but like, does that change for you or how does that? No, I, I don't, I'm not obsessive about my eating either anymore. Um, and so I think for me, just, I feel better when I don't eat a bunch of crap and that's, what's motivating to me. You know what I mean? But is that all it takes? No, what it takes is going through a lot of experiences in life and having some like terrible relationships with food and with, you know what I mean? Like that's what it takes. It takes experience. But for me, I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, nothing beneficial comes from any of that. And I would rather just feel good. Like, I'd rather just feel good in my body. I'd rather, you know, like, have energy. I'd rather not have a stomach ache. Like, yeah. all those things. So that's more motivating to me. You know what I mean? But I'm not, we not. We all know this. I don't count calories. I don't, like, I'm not obsessed about food. There's nothing I don't eat. You know, like, I drink. I I live. I enjoy my life. Okay, so you are truly a woman of balance. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> Okay. I'm a woman of my own balance. Yeah. Let's say that. Well, who I else's have, balance is You're it? right. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely then. I appreciate that and thank you. I have figured out what keeps me balanced. And from the outside world, if you looked at it, you'd be like, that woman is really off balance. But 
I'm on balance. And you know how I know that? I'm fucking happy and content with my life more than I ever have been. So I know that what I'm doing is working for me. Period. Say that, Dan. Yeah. (laughs) How do you feel about chips? (laughs) Chips and guacamole? Just chips. Look, there's a serious thing going down in our household where we eat too many damn chips. Like, and it's, I want to make it to the level of, because every time we eat them, they're so damn good. I mean, yeah. especially like the Costco uh, Himalayan sea salt. Oh, those yeah. are so good. The yeah. kettle cooked, right? Yeah. And we can't stop eating the chips. And then every time it's like after, we're all like, "Oh God, why do we eat those chips?" And the next day, you know, you're like, "Ooh," but you're back at it. But then, you know, like, "Hey, look, we need to go on, we need to go on a chip hiatus for a couple weeks, right?" So then we 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 go on a chip hiatus. But then Priya starts bringing in like. Uh, like uh, like pop chips. Oh yeah, I'm like, like those are still version. fucking chips, you know. And she's like, no, they're not chips. And then I'm I'm eating them, you know. And it's not about like weight or anything. It's literally about like the feeling. <clears throat> and so part of me is like, God, they taste so good. Like I just love them. But then part of me is also like, but they don't serve me very well. Like I don't feel good after eating them. They're definitely not like filling my nutritional yeah. needs by any means. So do you not have a problem with chips? This is so funny you're saying this because I actually was having this problem with chips last night. And it's not a problem. <laughs> no, but could be a problem. So it's I was okay. eating that yeah. chili that I brought and I had a big thing of corn chips. And so I brought the whole, I was sitting in my TV rooms. I brought the whole thing of corn chips out. And then I was like, oh, this isn't good. Like I'm like halfway through the bag and like, this isn't good. So I grabbed a big handful, set them on the table, wrapped up the corn chips. Oh, like that was your last? Like that was my last thing. Yeah. Yeah. How many times do you think I got up after that to go get more corn chips until finally I grabbed the bag and just set it down next to me again. So I, I get it. I have a chip problem too. It's not a problem though. It's just like, I, I have a chip enjoyment too. Okay. I do try to, I live by myself, so I have the ability to buy less of things Mm -hmm. or buy like smaller quantities of things because I know I almost likely eat them all. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I enjoy some chips. Yeah. Okay. So do you, if you were to um, give any, uh, what you might call a chip tip. (laughs) Do you? How long were you waiting? No, to drop that just that, that come on. The chip tip. These things are naturally occurring in life. He is live the king of dad time. jokes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if we come on, give me a chip tip. No, well, my chip tip would be <laughs> <laughs> buy like smaller chip bags or do okay. something that you can help restrict yourself if that's okay. what you want to do. Yeah. Or maybe my chip tip is enjoy the chips. Let it rip. And. <laughs> Let the chip tip <laughs> And if it gives you a stomachache, maybe you'll think twice about that second handful next time. Yeah. It, see here, I, I relate it to the same struggles with like drinking. And I don't really, I haven't really been drinking as much anymore. So I've, I've, I've figured that aspect out. Um, but you know, when you like, you drink too much and the next day you're like, oh, literally never again like i'm never gonna do that why do i even do that i didn't need all that you start counting why would i even i don't need that everything's changing today's the day and then that evening you know or afternoon you're having lunch you're like 
yeah, I'll have a beer. That sounds actually kind of good. Or I'll have the margarita. And then here you are in the same boat, you know, that evening. This sounds like I have a problem. But no, no, no. I'm right. I'm, I no. feel like it's so similar. Like the ice cream, same thing too. It's like I'll eat the ice cream and I'm like, this is unbelievably good. This is like, how is this so good? And then the next day I'm like, oh God, why did I eat that but ice cream? But the most hilarious thing about all this is we just forget that we're human beings. And human mm. beings by nature, like glutton for punishment. And also we never have control over it we always think there's gonna be a moment this like pinnacle moment that we get to where we have control over everything where we figured out the secret to all of this and we can eat perfectly and we can eat all the right things and we can only drink the perfect amount we're fucking human beings it will never happen it will never happen so the moment you just like succeed to that (laughs) is that the right word just give in to that and just go like cool i'm a human like i'm probably you know what this is probably gonna happen tomorrow like it's just the way that it goes life becomes a lot different life becomes life becomes a lot different when you just give in just go with the flow i'm not saying don't have no no i know what you're saying you you sort of like it the given part the given part because it's just like we constantly in everything we do we constantly think that we have so much more control over ourselves than we actually do so it's this constant battle with ourselves that at some point in time we're going to reach that pinnacle moment which never happens yeah and if you did reach that pinnacle moment with food or drinking or chips or whatever the fuck it is, something else is going to be falling apart. Okay? For sure. Everything oh else God, is going to be falling apart. Great. So I was looking for this photo, this meme, because my friend sent me this thing where I was like, oh my God, that is so good. And it's totally saying like what you're saying. And I also heard um, the other day this, this kind of podcast was talking about um, life is so boring if you have no problems to solve. Oh. So it's kind of like, you know, we beat ourselves up and like, I just need to figure this thing out. I just need to solve this and solve that. And he's like, the great thing about being human is like, you're always working on something. If you have nothing to work on, yeah. like you're going to be so bored. Not only that, but that is like when you get to the moment of realizing that, because when you're like, I have this to solve and you're, you, then you're constantly not in the moment. You're like working towards solving that thing. And then you solve the thing and you're working towards the next thing. It's, it was like how my relationship with goals was. You are not living 36 years go by and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. What just happened in life? Yeah. Or 35. Cause I would say I started working on that a year ago. But instead, when you're just like, yeah, this is life, shit happens, like, and your attitude, I mean, hello, shit happened this morning, and I came in, like, you know, guns a-blazing and had to, like, vent to the whole team, but then you know what, I'm like, it's just life, it's never all going to be figured out, and the moment one section of my life gets figured out, the moment five other sections are probably going to go to hell, it's just the fucking way it is, always and forever. God, you're getting like, I feel like you really have grown a lot. (laughs) The things you're saying, this was really good. Those were like, I feel like you were not there. No. A year year ago. ago, I wasn't. Mike has seen me. very confidently. Mike has seen me through a lot. You have seen me through a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. And it's been an honor. Oh, it really you. has. I mean, we've worked together for a long time yeah. and I've, you know, I've been borderline scared and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and everything. I scared myself and all of that. Check this out. So everything you just said, I just okay. wanted to read. There's just a couple bullet points. I think people might enjoy it. So this was, this was interesting. So it's, you can't heal from being human. Normal human impulses aren't being unhealed. Every bad emotion doesn't need a label. Endlessly cataloging your experience isn't doing the work. Uh, The human experience isn't easy. That doesn't mean something is wrong. Emotions are messy. Life is imperfect. Um, Stop trying to heal from being human. 
I was just Amen. like, I want to print this and put it in my oh, house because so it's like, Amen. oh yeah, we're human. Cool. What was that line? The human experience isn't easy. Stop trying to. Uh, that doesn't mean something is wrong. That doesn't mean something's wrong. Yeah. That. Yeah. Right there. And that's where I always feel like if we can change, that's why, but this is the thing. I hate to be so like corny. Movement has taught me that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, if you can get to the point where you just realize like, it's kind of like life is a one big struggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like my perspective about the struggle is what matters. And my perspective about the struggle is what changes my life completely. And that's just literally like, I mean, I feel like that's like my, there's been so much shit that's happened, I think, over the past two years and probably for everybody in COVID and everything else that it's like the, my mindset was the thing that had to switch. Mm. And when my mindset switched, everything else starts to switch. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cliche way they talked about, it's like change the lenses. You're looking at the same thing, but what you're viewing it through. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so corny and it's so tacky, but it fucking works. Yeah. It literally works. I'm a very different person than... Even a year ago. Yeah. A year and a half ago. And when you when you drop some of the obsession in a lot of these things, all of a sudden they become less important or less obsessive. Like when you stop, like it's almost like I move more and I think I eat generally just more fulfilling to me. Actually, another um, thing a friend told me was honoring your body. So when she was, I think she was gluten-free or dairy-free, she could eat it, but she was like, if I, I'm going to honor my body by not having this, um, mm. this ice cream or whatever, cause it doesn't serve me. I was like, that's a beautiful way yeah. versus saying I can't have this yeah. thing. Cause it's very like, it's Negative. a different language, but yeah. yeah, like just being less obsessive in general, all of a sudden it, it sort of it evens out. And then all of a sudden you're doing the thing that you might've been obsessing yeah. about. But can I just pause for one second and say, pause. you and I do a lot of therapy. So I do want to just say learning to be less obsessive or learning to put a lens on, you know, a microscope on the obsession is what's been very helpful to me, like learning why, you know, and for me, somebody who controls her entire life so that she doesn't get out of control is like questioning why, you know what I mean? And so the moment you can start picking that apart is a moment that you start realizing like, okay, whoa, like I can look at life very differently, but I've also had a lot of like professional help to be looking at everything. So I just want to put it out there. It's not like I'm just like having these like come to Jesus moments on my own. You know what I mean? Like I have been in places with people that I really trust to like really look at things. And like, I am, I like to problem solve. I like to, I am somebody likes to turn on like literally head first at things and be like, okay, well, I mean, I guess you'd call that confrontational. (laughs) Like, I don't know, but I want to know. I'm always like, what's the deeper thing happening here? Why am I doing this? Where did this come from? So I think if anybody is like, if you're getting any little insight from this and you're thinking like, wow, how do they do that? We, we, we have a lot of outside help. Yeah. And like, I think that's like so important for people. I mean, I wouldn't be where I was without it. Yeah. And it's constant. It's not like it's fixed or it's just more of an understanding of what it is and how to operate with it. So it's not like I'm not obsessive. I'm just more comfortable with my obsession. Men. Okay. Wait loud. I am still obsessive. (laughs) Like I am obsessive. I'm a perfectionist. I am a control. I am all those things. It's just, I acknowledge I am now. Mm. And then I also am aware of how they uh, control my life or things like how they play into things. And then I can actively practice to try to pull back on them or, you know, remove them or do that less. And it's a constant active practice. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like creating space. And so the difference of like reacting versus responding, Mm. reacting, you don't really have a choice. You're just doing the thing that your body or your mind wants to do. Responding 
you have a pause to go like, how do I want to react to this? And I think that's the difference. Like the reaction is the same for me, at least for all these things in Mm -hmm. my life. I've just developed over the years of a lot of work to just have that slight moment of pause and definitely not always, but more than I did to go, how do I want to respond? Like, should I get angry right now? Does that actually hurt? How does this serve me in the future? Is this aligning with my goals? Whatever that is, I have the thought words before I didn't have the thought yeah. and it just was the reaction. Oh, absolutely. And then I like, not to like draw this all the way back, but moving on vacation. Mm-hmm. So the question is like, okay, why do I need obsessively work out an hour a day on vacation? Like, okay, Oh, okay. So because I'm scared that I might gain weight, I'm scared that I will become less fit. Okay. Why am I scared that I, why is that even matter? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just going into the, it's like dissecting and like discovering things about yourself. And I think that's the constant active practice that we are all doing or that we should be doing. And I think that when you can do that, you can answer so many questions about yourself and then you can live a little bit more freely and a little bit more like easily and kind of like roll with those punches in a much different way. Yeah. And enjoy vacation a little bit differently. Enjoy that (laughs) vacay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is just adding on to all this, but like, I recently had this feeling of wanting to work out a little more, Mm -hmm. which is weird because it's like, I've, I, I work out almost every day, but it's like, whether it's a walk or mobility or like, you know, a 45 minute to an hour or whatever. But recently not, it's the first time ever. It's like, I've just been enjoying it so much that I'm like. I kind of want to do this again later or like, how can I do this for a little longer than, than this? And it's, but before it would always be definitely not tuned into that feeling. It would be more like, I need to get this stronger or I need to like look different or I need to be whatever. So this is the, the thing that it's going to take to get there. Mm -hmm. Whereas now I'm doing my bare minimum of what I've just sort of agreed with myself on and going like, shit, I kind of want to do this like later on. And actually working out with Brian, our tattoo artist, yeah. great friend. Yeah. He's like working out all the time. So he comes over usually once a week. I train him. We're like training sort of skill work. And then we do like a workout together. And he like, I didn't know this. Sometimes we'll work out for like an hour and a half just because we talk. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Part of it. And then he goes and works out with another friend like that evening. And he's just, he just like loves it. Yeah. Like because he loves like moving and moving with his friends and he's like learning a ton. And I'm like, I think that's part of it too. Where I'm yeah. like, dude, I kind of want to like move with other people and all this. Yeah. Stuff. Anyways, it's just, I love that. But the thing is, is like, I also love that this is the season that you're in right now. And there's going to be another season where you don't feel like doing that or you can't do that. And so it's like, just like welcoming that season and doing that for as long as it feels good or as long as you want to. And then, you know, when that passes doing something different, but yeah. I love that. I also think this is what makes movement sustainable is when you're mm. tuned into how it makes you feel mm-hmm. rather than this uh, like outside thing that you think that you're going for. But when you feel good and you feel like you have this energy and you feel like you want to do more, like this is the thing that makes it so that you get up every day and you do your movement. Yeah. And feel good about yourself. And feel good about it. It's actually a beautiful thing. It is. It really is. As you're talking yeah. about it, I'm like feeling this like, it's so nice to just feel like enough, like you're doing enough and like enjoying what you're doing and not judging. Is it enough? It's like, no, it's enough. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I think that is like the biggest thing. I think we live our entire lives thinking what we're doing is not enough. Thinking about who we are is not enough. Like just constantly thinking we are not enough. And I think that like, if you can actively practice that with yourself, I think it is a complete game changer. And also I just want to keep reiterating 
you never get to the moment where you realize, aha, now totally. every day I know I'm enough. No, yeah. <laughs> like every day is an, it's an active practice every single day. Some days are better than others. Totally. Yeah. That's great. I also just, because this is, there's so many things I think I'm in this space right now, but I, years ago I did jujitsu. I did it for about a year and then I stopped doing it from an injury. And then I just got River, my kid, into it a month ago. And it's been so cool watching him and then all the coaches, because I knew them before because we we're going to the same place that I used to go to. They're like, when are you getting back on? And then River will say, dad, are you going to do jujitsu? And, and it's, I've kind of had this like weird, like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, it's probably not my thing. I'm, I'm putting this out there right now because I want to like be accountable. Yeah. But I had this thought yesterday that I did it. I quit. And now I, I like, that was like an old thing. And now I need to start again. And I had this thought yesterday of like, oh no, that's just all part of that journey for me. Like I didn't stop that. There was just a pause and now I'm picking it back up and I pick it up essentially where I left off. Of course, I'm going to have to like brush up on a lot of the things I learned, but it's, it was a weird feeling of like, cause it's same with snowboarding or these things where I quit doing them. There's this like grieving or judgment on myself but then going like, oh, no, this was just a season yeah. that I didn't snowboard and next year I will and maybe it'll be totally different. Yeah. That's like also a really like comforting feeling yes. to not be like... And a positive spin on yeah. it. Yes. Oh, I love that because again, things are about lenses and perspectives. Mm-hmm. I think that is so beautiful. And I think that it also is helpful when you're in it to enjoy it more too because then you also know like seasons pass. And so there might be a time that you're having like an amazing, you know, snowboarding season and then you're just grateful. You're not thinking like, oh, this moment is going to last forever in life. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't. This is the season that you're in and you might not come back to this season for five seasons. Or ever. Or ever. That's honestly. a hard thing that when you're yeah, enjoying not, yeah. something and just like knowing that it it could yeah. be it. Yeah. Not even from an injury. It's just yeah. like a life thing. Yeah. Right. Like you move away from the ocean. You don't surf anymore or whatever. Um, But that does bring up, you were saying like, you're just like excited about movement right now. And I think, cause I am in a phase of definitely just wanting to push my body and like, and just see what's possible. I think it also comes with age. Mm. I think the older you get, which we talked about, the more you kind of realize like, okay, I'm not in this body forever. I'm not here forever. But so what's possible while I am here and like, what's possible while I can, you know, try and push hard and like, what am I capable of? And I think that's like a really, I'm in that right now. And it's really, it's a fun take on being really competitive with myself and what finally feels like a healthy, a healthy way. Yeah. It's kind of, there's a, I have a, I'm a lot in that mode. And then I'm also, there's a smallest percentage of like sadness of the reality of kind of like getting older and going like, damn, like I never thought about age really. I really truly do. And I think it's only because you know, what are you, you're 36, uh-huh. I'm 38, about to be 39. And I think that, um, there's things that happen like post 35. Oh, yeah. oh you no, know? it literally is post 35. Yeah. Like you go, Oh, now I'm, I'm <laughs> the approach to 40 is coming or whatever. And I think that like, there's a part of me that definitely has like, Oh shit. Like I got it. Like, Time is of the essence here. Like if I want to take care of myself, if I want to move when I'm 50, 60 years old, these things that I'm doing right now are actually really important. Yeah. And they're not go balls to the wall 24 seven and just see what's possible. It's, Hey, listen to my body. What do I need right Mm -hmm. now? Do I need to take it down a notch? Do I need to walk? Do I need to recover? Like that's what this is. And I feel like that's like, I'm in finally in that season of being like, 
I just really want to respect, I want to push boundaries, but like respect what I'm capable of and just be okay because I don't want it to be for the next year or two. I want it to be for the next 22 years. You know what I mean? Like what's the most that I can get out of myself each year as I grow, not like, you know, for the next two years. Totally. And what's more like beautiful than when you meet someone like older who are older, that's like, but like just say like post 40, like 50 or whatever. And their choice, like, they're just like, they just seem so happy and whatever they're doing, it kind of like, it's kind of all the things we've been talking about. They found that balance. They found that, like that groove and yeah. flow to that. It's like, they eat healthy. Cause well, why wouldn't I like my heart? Yeah. Like it's better for me. And like, I feel better and yeah. I do my morning walks or I do this or that. Like, I just love that when someone really finds that like grace, yeah. you know, as they get older. And that's definitely what I strive for. Yeah. And just values themselves in a different way. And I think obviously like that does come with age, but I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tune into that now because I, I realize like I'm like on the brink of being like, okay, no, let's see how crazy I can get before yeah. 40. And I'm like, no, that's not what I want to do. I want to see, you know, how badass I can be for years to come, not sure. just for the next four years. So yeah. Although, I mean, you know, I, you, what I just can see you kind of like, you know, oh, I'm, really definitely I'm definitely pushing it. I like something hit me. I think it was like, I mean, probably being pretty chill for two and a half years. I am super competitive right now, but I'm just having fun. Like I literally love it. I'm aware of how things feel. I don't think like there's certain times I've tell Luca, that's a little too heavy for me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'm aware of that, but I'm very competitive right now. Yeah. It feels safe from an onlooker. I I feel like I'm taking really good care of my body right now. And I definitely know when enough is enough Mm. more than I've ever known it. But I also like want to see what's possible. Yeah. One thing I noticed about you that I like I've never acknowledged, I think, is that I never, ever experience you where you're like, oh, I just had like such a hard workout. Like, oh, I'm so sore and just destroyed ever. I've never even even when you film like six workouts and worked out this morning or yesterday, I just realized that I am in my head, I'm like. Because you know, like the typical workout person, if you will. Yeah. Like it, there's a little bit of like, not, I don't know if it's bragging or, yeah, yeah, it's a little of like, oh, my buzz are just so tore up and my, (laughs) yesterday was leg day. Not that you would talk like that, but like even people who aren't that, you know, (laughs) genre of person, there's still this like aspect of like, I'm so, so, I've been working so hard. I feel like you're always like you appear to be very like good feeling in your body when is that like well I think being like sore is like people think that's like a badge of honor I'm like I mean there are certain times that I'm sore but I probably just don't you don't talk about it talk about it yeah but no I don't I also just I feel like I'm very aware of my body like there's certain things where that is not going to work for me and I know when to stop before I'm like having to walk around crippled the next day. I also recover my body really well. It yeah. doesn't mean you're not going to be sore, but like I hydrate the shit out of my body. I eat, I sleep. Like I really like, I don't want my body to be trashed. Yeah, like totally. I want her always to feel like her best self. And if it is trash, then I have to take a look at like what's going on. But I, I do get sore. Maybe I just don't really... I don't know. I've you just I've never. Lo- I don't know. It's a weird yeah. observation, but I'm just like thinking no, right I now. I'm like, that you never like limping around or like when you. Oh, oh, sorry. Like I'm just I'm so sore because I worked out, and I'm like 
a lot of times you are working out like crazy <laughs> and I'm realizing like, how the hell are you not sore? Like that's wild. I probably am sore, but shout out to mobility period. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I definitely try to take really good care of my body. Okay. I don't, so, being super sore and like hurt is not a badge of honor for me. Totally. That is definitely an indication that I didn't listen to my body. Yeah. Okay. And not that you can't get sore. That's a fine line. For sure. Yeah. And different. Th- it's weird. Like yeah. last week I did a 10 minute workout of like kettlebell swings. Yeah. That was it. Just yeah. 10 swings on the minute for 10 minutes. I was like, that's all the time I have. Yeah. I'm going to warm up Love real it. quick. Do it. I was so sore from that. I did a heavier weight, but it was weird because often days I'll work out for like 45 minutes doing a bunch of things mm-hmm. with kettlebells, even similar ish weight. But mm-hmm. I was, I think I was so intentional that day of that movement and really doing it just as perfect, perfect. as I could. Yeah. I was like, how am I so, so not like, oh, I can't move, but I was like, damn, like my, you know, my shoulders. Yeah. My, but you might've done because you knew you only had 10 minutes. You might not have warmed up as much. I did like, warm up. Oh, no, I warmed you. up and then did the 10 minutes. Oh, always okay. warm up. Okay. Always okay. anymore. The last two years, always warm up okay. before two years ago. Never jumped up. right in. Yeah. So okay. shout out to Just Move hey. and Kaisa Fit for teaching me all about the warm ups. <laughs> so yeah. we were supposed to talk about food on vacation, but oh. we totally got into way deeper. But I think it was actually, it was like the higher level look at yeah. how you take care of yourself on vacation versus like, hey, eat almonds at the airport and <sighs> don't eat, you know, yeah, dessert no. at every meal or whatever. And honestly, I don't mean to roll my eyes at that because if that is where you're at, like I-, I have a lot of love for you, but I just, I think I have been to so many of those places that just the, the most important thing is to look at why, yeah. you know what I mean? And to look at like, what do you think it means if you just eat almonds and boiled eggs? Yeah. Or what do you think it means if you stick to your, you know, one and a half hour workouts every, you know, like what does that mean to you? And if it's getting you through some really, really hard times, then by all means, like, you know, more, more power to you. Yeah. But if you, if, if you start to look at that and uncover some things, like go in that direction and see what you're uncovering. And I think track it, like track how you feel, take notes on like things like I don't drink on planes. I used to always drink on planes. Mm. And then one day this guy, cause I was traveling a lot and this guy was like, dude, yeah, you're already dehydrated. Then you're dehydrating yourself more when you're on the plane, especially cause I'm not drinking water. You know, it's like, give me another whiskey. And I would always get kind of sick. I would always get these like sinus infections. And uh, he's like, just stop drinking on the plane. I was like, I'll give that a shot. That was like eight or nine years ago. I haven't had a drink on a plane since. And it like worked wonders. If yeah. I did it and then nothing happened, you know, then I'm, why am I doing it? Right? right. But I took note. I was like, Oh, I actually feel way better not drinking on planes. Okay. That like track that. So it's like, and I have a different perspective. Yeah. I drink a water. I drink a mimosa. I totally. drink a water. I drink a mimosa. That's <laughs> why you fly first class. Cause the <laughs> drinks keep coming. Cause it, the reality is if you sat and <laughs> coach so right and now. paid for how much you drink, it would be more than paying for a first class ticket so i, I it's you. economical i get it <laughs> i totally get it am i bright red right now like it's good but Listen. i do think there are things i think all in all like take note yes on how you feel like if you if boiled eggs and almonds if you feel better take note like i kind of am starting to stop eating like big egg brunches on vacation i love big egg brunches like the six egg omelet and the toast and everything but i just always afterwards Can't. i'm like i need to go Only nap three eggs. yeah yeah it's like too much so i've <laughs> yeah. started to do like a little yogurt or a little yeah. oatmeal and it like yeah. pains me but i'm like i feel way better absolutely 
And I think, I mean, I think that's the key to life. I think paying attention to how you feel with everything, with movement, with yeah. relationships, totally. with food, with drinks, with anything, like just pay attention to how you feel and like be tuned in mm. to why you're doing certain things and what those things mean to you. And in some seasons of your life, like being super rigid about things got me through lots of seasons yeah. of my life. And I'm in a season right now, you know, and I have been for a little while where I wanted to dissect that. I didn't want to be so rigid. I wanted to go with the flow a little bit more. I wanted to like mm. take some of that stress off myself because, you know, being 30 six with all that added stress on myself wasn't good for me yeah. so just be gentle on yourself and what was our thing you are enough yeah you are enough you're enough you're enough done Period. is better than perfect kind of applies to this too and what was the other one being human is never easy oh, what was that that oh, was I so perfect let's get it but i think those are the keys to life the like, human experience isn't easy that doesn't mean something is wrong oh amen yeah. that is the one the human experience isn't easy it doesn't mean something's wrong yeah yeah Period. What a fun conversation. This we did was, not, I didn't know it was going to go there today. Nor did I. Oh, story it, of our lives. Yeah. Did we already talk about, I mean, so this is the end. We definitely need to wrap it up. Yeah. Did we mention, we mentioned in the beginning to leave. Yes. Uh, we we talked recordings. about that in our 20 minute yes. intro. Okay. I forgot. It because seems... Angela, shout out to Angela That's for right. leaving our first review, which we so yes. appreciate. But also segueing into we want to hear from you. And yeah. it doesn't have to be like major podcast no. topics because Mike and I, I actually really enjoy the ones where he just rapid fires at like questions at me and I have to answer them. So even if you have random questions and you have one or five or whatever, go to kaisafit.com slash ask. Yeah. That's a great URL. That is easy. Yeah. It's great. I think... I'm looking forward to getting these rolling because I really want to hear from people and I, it'll be really fun to be able to like Yo. play these and, and have conversation. It'll feel more inclusive, you know, with the community. So yeah. And that's why we're here. So yeah. yeah. Half and half. Well, we're also here think- because Mike and I are in therapy <laughs> together right now. Like this is full on therapy sessions. We've reached a level <clears throat> where we can write this off as being business, right? <laughs> we in the past, all these conversations have been going on for years. It's just like it was a they distraction, right? Yeah. Now we've reached a level in the business that we can have these conversations. We'll be like, yo, this is work. We're working right now. Yeah, we're working. And we're gonna get guests. Like this is gonna grow. Like yes. I'm very hopeful. Yes. I think this is really a good situation and i look forward to well we're enjoying it so and angela (laughs) shout out to angela no but seriously thank you and thank you for everybody that is tuning in and listening like we really do enjoy i enjoy i think you enjoy being here having these conversations um and like having this space so much of what we do in life is like behind a camera or a little bit more curator on social doesn't ever feel like we're connecting or being like open and vulnerable in this way or maybe it's just me and I appreciate that because I think like how how I get to connect with everybody else is being a little bit more open and vulnerable and discuss, you know, harder topics. So I appreciate it. Yeah, I love it. I mean, that's what I love so much about podcasts in general is because it's just everything is built to be consumed so quickly. And I don't like I want to pause from that because I don't want to consume a million different things in one day. I want to mm-hmm. have like a few good experiences that feel deeper. It's kind of like, do I want to know a thousand people kind of, or, you know, a hundred people like really well, like yeah. I'd prefer to know a hundred is I prefer to know five people. Yeah. Really well. Okay. Bad Jesus. number example, wow. but you know what I mean? So Absolutely. I love podcasts Absolutely. for that reason. And I think it allows me, it's like, I'm learning on this. I'm learning things about you on this, even though we've known each other for years, yes. you know, which is really fun. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well team, thank you so much for tuning in today. We'll see you back on 
I cannot say roundtable anymore. Let's just say show. Okay. Okay. All right. Look. Okay. Reading. Hold on. Back up. Hold on. Okay. Our team, thank you so much for joining us here today, and we'll see you back on the show very soon.